Welcome to the Church Basement Podcast. Today's topic is Lenten Madness 2018. Grab yourself a cup of coffee or tea, strap on those running shoes, or pick up your knitting needles and join us. Let us introduce ourselves. I'm Pastor Amanda Zenzelo, and I serve at Central Lutheran Church in Northeast Portland, Oregon. And I'm Don Miller, a member here at Central and the producer of the podcast. And I feel like I'm the one who's forcing the whole Lenten Madness thing. <laughs> you are not forcing it, not even slightly. I think it's fantastic, and it's a wonderful resource, and it's one that is underutilized, I think, especially in Lutheran circles, because we don't necessarily know about it. But it is so fun, and it has been humor, a delight. my friend, right? and it brings the humor into it for me. It does, and it's a delightful way to spend some time during Lent. Okay, so a recap for those who are joining us who missed last year's Lenten Madness podcast. Yes, and if you are catching us on iTunes, just a heads up that you can come visit us at centralportland.org, find the posting page of the blog that has the actual podcast attached to it, and there you will find links, and I'm sure that Don will put up a absolutely, link to absolutely. our first podcast about Lenten Madness. So, Don, what is it? Oh, man, I'm not any good at the recap. <laughs> yeah, you are. Well, I think I think it's the Methodists who put it together. Episcopalians. Oh, it's the Episcopalians. Mm. Yes. The ones who like their smells and bells and their prayers and their... Yes, lovingly saints. known to me as Catholic Light. Yes. <laughs> They're like right between the Catholics and the Lutherans. They are. Right? But bless them, they have a sense of humor about this whole thing. <laughs> totally. And I have not yet gone to see exactly what the background of Lenten Madness is. I know they've been doing it for about seven years. Since 2010, mm -hmm. it looks like, according to the stuff that we found. But they decided to take March Madness with its bracket filled with teams and whatnot and do the same thing, but with saints. And this year they're doing it a little differently. They have broken it up. So I remember last year there was some scuttlebutt about how did these two people get matched up together, which I'm sure <laughs> your March Madness people probably have the same problems. But <laughs> I wonder if they do like the random draw to create the bracket. Oh, I hope so. Who knows? But they do announce the bracket in November. Yes, they do. And that's right after All Saints Day. Which makes sense. They announced the bracket for the coming Lenten Madness. And in the kind of like little book that you can get, you can get a booklet of this. Mm -hmm. And they have the whole bracket out for you, but you don't have to have any purchase. You can totally play along. Not at all. Completely. It is all free if you want to just be an innocent bystander. Totally. And there's a website and they're on Twitter and they're on Facebook. Facebook. Yep. And all those different things and like voting happens in various ways throughout the season. Do you vote on Facebook? I voted on Facebook whenever I've done it. There you go. So you can vote on Facebook. I think you could vote on their website as well. That makes sense. And who knows if they'll incorporate voting on Twitter now that Twitter has some opportunity for that as well. But the point being, this whole process is on social media and you can participate and you can learn about the different saints and who they are. Or you can order a book and mm -hmm. you can read about the different saints, like a base level for the first round bracket. And then the breakout that they did this last year, and you're going to hear some paper in the background because we mm -hmm. have the booklets. Our booklets showed up today. Can you tell? We're a little excited. <laughs> they actually showed up 
three days ago, but I waited so Dawn could open the box because I knew she would be so excited. It looks like this year they broke it out into four sections. So there's a biblical section, monastics and martyrs, mostly modern, and then miscellaneous. You were lamenting that uh, Martin Luther's wife, Katerina von Bora, was in the miscellaneous. But when we broke it down, she really doesn't doesn't fit any other category. Which is sadness, because I didn't want her to be miscellaneous. I think they need a better term than miscellaneous. I'm sure they'll come up with one. Saints at large. There you go. So the books have basic information about each of the different saints, and there's 32 to start out. And the write-ups are not dry. The write-ups are fun. Like I said, that's the whole thing that's kind of hooked me into it. Another little bit of backstory for anybody who is new to the podcast. I don't really care for Lent. It makes (laughs) me sad. (laughs) Partly I attributed that to my Catholic upbringing where Lent is not a happy time. And this is actually the season that we started our podcast in. It is. Our very first podcast was about Ash Ash Wednesday. Wednesday, So our first podcast, you can hear Don lamenting about really hating Lent. Exactly. (laughs) Plus, it's the time of year when it is the coldest and Mm. wettest and gloomiest, which attributes to the whole thing. So if I can inject a little humor, oh yeah. Gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Well, Lent and Madness comes through in spades Mm -hmm. on that because their write-ups on the saints are hilarious, informative, but really quite funny. And as you go along, they get farther in depth. So when you get to the 16 and then you get to the eight and the four, they really go farther in depth for each of the saints Mm -hmm. that make it that far. And they have an entire week that I know is Dawn's favorite week. (laughs) Yes, it is the kitschy week. (laughs) All the little things that you can buy that have the saints icons and whatever on them. It's kind of delightful. And silly. Terribly silly, terribly, terribly silly and fantastic. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, it is the one time I will encourage you to read the comments. Mm, Really? Because the people who are involved in this and who feel compelled to write, they can be pretty witty as well. Oh, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. All right. Keep that in mind. So what are you looking forward to about this year's Lenten Madness? Oh, I think right from the get-go... They start the sucker off with a bang and that they have Peter versus Paul on day one. I know, that's huge. That's a definition of go big or go home. Seriously. So I love that they're not pulling any punches. They don't have any favorites. Uh Uh-huh. And they're just going to throw it out there and see what kind of dialogue they can start. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to trying to be a little more intentional about it this year. Yeah. Even just reading through some of these previous to the podcast here today, I was so delighted to see Anna from our last podcast. Yeah, so Simeon and Anna. Yeah, Anna's in here. And it's rather fun to learn about people that you may not have known about. And there's no one in this year's brackets that I'm kind of way pulling for. Like two There's years. no Julian of Norway. Exactly. Like two years ago, it was Julian or go home. Like I didn't care about any of the rest of the bracket mm-hmm. because Julian of Norwich was in there and she was supposed to win. And of course she didn't. Dietrich Bonhoeffer won. That's a pretty yeah. tough snack down at the end. It was a really big year. It was a rough year. And that year, my beautiful compatriot and the woman who introduced us, 
to Lenten Madness, Janice. Yes. One of the kitsch items for Julian was the statue that's now in my office. Oh, That was a gift lovely. from her for me. So Julian is hanging out next to me in my office. Yet another version of Julian because I have her icon next to me as well. So you can find some awesome things, but I'm excited this year because there's no one in particular that I have my heart set on to begin with. Maybe Anna a little, Mm -hmm. but only because I recognize her and I'm excited to learn more about who's in here and who am I going to fall in love with that I would never have known. Well, and I don't know about you because I'm guessing seminary has given you a much more rich and wide background on a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Most of them I have never heard of. And exactly. it's kind of fascinating, the stories that you get to you get to learn. Totally. And because Lutherans aren't much into saints, no. like, we don't do a lot with them. Not at all. There's really kind of a lacking in my own background as well. And I think it's really awesome to hear the stories. And some of these, like one of them that we read is the story about a young woman who becomes the patron saint of the mentally ill. And there's actually an NPR report about the town that is mm-hmm. she's the patron saint of. And mm-hmm. so I read that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that town in a long time. So there's really fascinating stuff in here. And yeah, I, oh, it is. It'll but be fun. I will also warn you, for the faint of heart, most of the martyr stories, really unhappy endings. Hence the whole martyr. Deeply disturbing. Yeah. So be tread lightly. Be careful. Be ready for the martyrs to, you know, be martyrs, mm-hmm. which means die for their faith. Yeah. yeah Not pretty. You, no, and usually some pretty grim ways. Yeah. Totally there's that. And it's part of our history, mm-hmm. right? It's part of the story. I gave out the second book for my middle school students, and it's the book of Acts. And they started thumbing through it. They're like, wow, this is so violent. And I like started looking through it, and I'm like, oh, crud. oh yeah, It really is. The story of the early church is filled with violence and death and martyrdom. And I probably should have warned parents about that before I gave them a comic book filled with violence, but it's part of our Bible. It's there. It's the story. it's part of your life if you go looking at any daily news. Totally. I mean, it's not something you can completely shy away from. No. And the kids weren't flinching at it. I just recognized, oh, yeah, (laughs) church history has a lot of blood in it. It's gruesome. And so you will find that in this. Not a whole bunch. So If you can watch, you know, a television show that comes on at 7 p.m. at night on a major network, you can read these stories. Make your way through CSI. You can make your way through this. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not terrible. Mm -mm. So I did end up investing in the booklets so we could have them (laughs) around church for this particular season. And so anybody at Central or anybody who's willing to come to Central Uh and get a book, please do so. So if you are a listener of the podcast and you would like a copy of the book, please email us right away as soon as you can at podcast at centralportland.org and let us know and we will see about pulling one aside for you or possibly getting one mailed out to you. Yep. And I will also link to where you can get your own copy if you want to get more than one. Yes. You can also get giant brackets or I will link to where you can print out your very own giant bracket. There you go. And people are welcome to let us know as they are going along and voting, how they're voting, participate. Because we will definitely be updating on this. (laughs) 
It's just the reality of this situation. And one extra for those of you who do go for the booklet, the trading cards. They're pretty brilliant. <laughs> they crack me up. I have to say that I think, I, I'm pretty sure that I gave away my book last year. I know I gave away mine. And the trading cards on the interior are pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Julian of Norwich wasn't last year. She had a trading card last year. Oh no, and you gave her away? I'm pretty certain I gave it away. Bummer. Every now and then I actually am better than I usually am when it comes to sharing. <laughs> that was probably one of one of my greatest sharing moments. <laughs> They are modeled after baseball cards, so you do get how they bat, what position they play, and blurbs in the back. It's It's, pretty entertaining. It's fantastic. So Florence Nightingale, for example, she bats right, she throws right. She is a trainer, physical therapist. And the little quote at the very bottom is, wash your hands and say your prayers. Jesus and germs are everywhere. (laughs) True story. Fantastic. All right, then. I got a last question for you. Mm -hmm. I know we've both voted in this. We have. Did you engage in any voter fraud? (laughs) Were you trying to stack the deck that year for Julian? Oh, it was so hard not to. I did not stack the deck. I did not engage in voter fraud. Only because there was such a kerfuffle about it. By the time we got to, like, the end, I probably would have given in to my baser self and many times voted for Julian. For me, that's actually part of the joy of the whole thing Uh is they invite some of the silliness (laughs) and they meet it head on totally which is what makes it as palatable as it is yeah this is not taken super seriously no it really is just fun and joyful you need to have a little bit of a thick skin and you definitely need to take most of it with a grain of salt or 10 Even while you are learning some really awesome things Mm -hmm. and becoming more curious about people of faith who have come before us, it's very well done. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Pastor Amanda, for taking the time to help us learn a little more about Lenten Madness 2018. I look forward to sitting down with you another day on another topic. As do I, and may your votes never conflict with mine. We we cancel each other out. It'll be sad. Thank you all for joining us. We hope that you have enjoyed this, our conversation, and that you will join us on this Lenten madness fun. Remember, you can email us at podcast at centralportland.org. You can find us on our website at centralportland.org and on iTunes. We would love to hear from you. And until we are back in your ears again, remember, God loves you no matter what.